I am Kang! You... You talk to ants. Whosoever hears this audio, if they be worthy, shall possess the inside human and superhuman abilities of the world's mightiest metahumans. Accompanying this journey of high-quality nerd commentary, got my man Colton, a.k.a. Pizza Parker. Talk to the people. It's your boy Colton, a.k.a. We Was Kangs, a.k.a. <laughs> Frederick Douglass Kang, a.k.a. The Block Kang, a.k.a. The Kang that, like, be sneaking in the corner and, like, you don't know he there, but he know you there. <laughs> we also got the greatest engineer across all planes of existence, my son Gasser. What's up? Yo, yo, what's up? Yes, sir. And uh, you know who it is? It's your boy, Dennis, a.k.a. Old Dirty Dennis, a.k.a. The Council of Denim, a.k.a. Nice. He Who Pods, a.k.a. Paul Get It Out The Mud, a.k.a. If you thought my AKs were wild, just wait until you meet my variants. <laughs> <laughs> yo, welcome to another issue of the Mighty Men Humans podcast. Fellas, what's going on? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Yes, sir. Your boy is re-energized. Yeah, there's a lot of things. <laughs> you turned happening. up. Yeah, no, I'm turned up. Like just, just feeling good. And just feeling great. Nice, like, just nice. All around. Been going to the movies. Been doing the photography. Scorsese. Yes, yes. Been editing. Been on TikTok. Yes. It's a lot of a lot of creativity going on. I like it. I like it. My man is charged up. You know what I mean? Exactly. How about you, Gas? How you feeling? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm chilling. How chilling? about you? Man, I'm kind of like uh, on my cult and shit. Like, I'm definitely charged up. Now, I mean, if you follow me on Twitter, you already know cars is coming out like every week, every other week. Know what I'm saying niggas, niggas hitting a uh, 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 sale records, fifteen hundred sales. Know what I mean, shit going kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Feeling good, mm-hmm. feeling great. You know what I mean, dropping these these zodiac cars and all that. And then on top of that, movies. You know what I mean? We got shit to review. Got shit to talk about. And that's a great segue for what we talking about today. <laughs> Ant Man Three. I mean, yes, sir. Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. Okay, so um, so let's are start. We doing? Let, let, do you want us to do like just raw without spoilers? How we felt um, about at it at this point? Like, so, you can, I mean, we are gonna get into the spoilers. Yeah, we're gonna but, do spoilers. I, I know that. Like, again, you guys know the podcast. <laughs> I am the shit talker. I'm also a talent, <laughs> but Dennis. He is the nigga on the computer. He is he is Professor Xavier that stands up with the cerebro. I'm Magneto. If you want me to come in and wild out, that's what I'm gonna come in and do. Now we gonna we not we gonna we gonna start. But do you want to start off with gonna, like just the? Let's the start with performances. Let's light. Start, yeah, okay. Let's start light performances. Uh, standout. Standout. Jonathan Majors. Yes. Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, yep. Janet Van Dyne, yeah. Jonathan Majors, mm-hmm. standouts. Um, um, I go ahead, go ahead. enjoyed the relationship dynamic between Cassie and Ant Man and Scott, okay. father daughter thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I fucked with that. I fucked with also the family dynamic of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna agree with that. I, I fucked if- with the goop. <laughs> My son okay. Young Goop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he he's like a non-annoying Korg, in my opinion. <laughs> like I hate okay, Korg. Okay. Everybody knows I hate Korg. Like Chill, man. But the goop is cool. <laughs> uh 
Let's see. Any any other standouts that I could think of? I mean, everybody can't be a standout. No, that's it. So I'm I'm honestly I'm gonna mirror that. I thought uh this is out of all three moves, this is the first time we really get to see uh Michelle Pfeiffer, like kind of give her like acting acting chops a little bit. Yes, you know sir. What I mean? Some crazy. action scenes and shit. Like she was a bigger role in this movie than I mean, clearly in the first one she wasn't there, but the second one she kind of had a little and it was just you finally get to see something about her. You know what I mean? Because she was the original Wasp. So she had to she had to have skills at some point. You know what I mean? It wasn't just uh, Hank the whole time. Like, she had to do something. So it was really cool to see more of her character and kind of get, like, a little bit of character development. Um, it also touched on something I always had a major problem with, where it was just like, she went into the quantum realm and she just came back and was just like, Cool. Like she, it was just like, yo, you had this giant fucking. You just said nothing. You know what I mean? But we're gonna touch on that in a few. Um, obviously Jonathan Majors. Yes, like, sir. Killed. Put his foot in the roll. Like he literally that kick that he did at the end. That's what he did to the roll, my nigga. Like, All I'm saying is, <laughs> if they lost this game, Jonathan Majors broke the NBA record. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. He put up sixty in a losing game. He put he put up seventy seventy like Devin Booker in a game where they lost by fifteen. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but that's if I feel like that. But y'all gonna have to stay tuned. Yeah, I mean, um, I did like Cassie. You know what I mean? It felt a little, uh, you know, she she reminded me of like Miss Marvel. We're just like you're not the superhero yet. You know what I mean? Like she she's like ambitious she wants to be but she's not there yet like mm-hmm. she's got to figure this shit out you know what i mean so i do appreciate and she's young like it was kind of like the whole we we just seen that with like kate bishop and mm-hmm. hawkeye you know what i mean mm-hmm. where she was doing too much and she was taking an uber to the stakeout like you know what i'm saying like she still yeah. got to figure her shit out and then on top it's hard for her to figure her shit out her dad is paul rudd nigga he's not serious to begin with yeah. so I mean, you got me there you know what i mean <laughs> Your dad's also a criminal. Exactly. So real. it's just like, uh, where are we going to... You on a path how that makes sense. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So we showed a little bit of love. How about story? How did you feel about the overall story of what they were trying to accomplish in Ant-Man 3? Okay. So... He took a little breath there. So I know it's some sauce in this. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, because I'll, I'll try to be... Well, no, I'm going to be subjective. Yeah, 100% yeah. subjective as possible. Um, The story dragged a little bit. Okay. It, like, I felt the time of the movie, and I feel like once I start feeling like I'm like, okay, where is this going? There's mad time passing. Like, where, what's happening long. here? Then I feel like that means that you didn't you probably either didn't convey your message the way you probably should have mm-hmm. or you wasted time and i felt like that was probably my problem with the, like the story of this movie right like they wasted a lot of time but uh-huh. if we're going to go to the good parts i feel like this is and you know People might, you know, hate on this, but <laughs> in the last few Marvel movies, this is one of the only ones where you get kind of clear answers of where things are going into the future. Okay. So I feel like 
even though the story progression in the current time while you're in there is bad pacing, uh-huh. the overarching story is good for a comic book movie that is basically telling you that like this is a timepiece and goes with things that go like into the future and we're trying to give you a direction of what is actually happening right now. Okay. And that's like my probably least spoiler free until we get into <laughs> the real juicy parts. All right. So for me, I would say um I agree with the idea that this is the first one that kind of gives direction wise. Uh and I I don't like giving bail but at the same time i feel like at some point before they kind of give you that direction they have to introduce the pieces and a lot i guess like a lot of what made phase four fuzzy was they used most of phase four to introduce a lot of new people and i don't know how i feel like there's still time for them to tie in the introductions of certain people and how it benefits the overall story and I want to put a pin in that, especially for like Moon Knight and, you know, like the end credit scene and like how I feel like that stuff kind of connects. But I do feel like it did feel like it dragged a little bit, which is funny for a movie about time in a place where time doesn't exist. Yeah, (laughs) It's very ironic, but it does feel like the overall story and like arc I do feel like they did a good job with the the Darren arc for me. We're definitely going to talk about that. Uh, uh, they did a good job for me because it makes sense. Like, you're, you're trying to tie things up, like loose ends. And that was a loose end from the first one. Because if this nigga disappeared into the quantum realm, and we've been to the quantum realm mad times since Ant-Man 1, where the fuck is this nigga? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you just leave that gaping... Like, people talk about, like... uh. Eternals with the giant hand in the world. Yes, that's a giant problem. But at the same time, for a character whose entire story revolves around this quantum shit, one of his major like nemesis disappeared there, and we're just never going to talk about it. Like that would have been weird to me. You know what I'm saying? So like for them to finally bring him up, and then the way in which they did it to you know kind of give fans that character that fans kind of wanted for a while, <laughs> it worked. Like it worked for me. And in a conversation you you and I had about because we could talk about Modoc, uh, it made sense to me for him to be. You shouldn't have to take him serious, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> he's a giant fucking head. He's like a twenty foot tall head with baby arms <laughs> and baby <Yeah>. legs. <laughs> okay, how serious am I supposed to take? Can I talk, can I talk about Modoc, <laughs> please? Because that is. A big reason why I understand why people don't like things about this movie. Okay. So, I understand everything that you said. Everything that you said makes crystal clear sense. But, (laughs) my honest and I will say humble opinion is that this is one of like the worst, like, we're trying to end somebody's stories... I've seen Marvel do in, like, a long time. Like, on some real shit, like, in that Iron Man movie, we got the fake um, Ten Rings nigga, right? Yeah, yeah. And he popped back out in Shang-Chi. And his story's whimsical as fuck. But it works. 
And he's also a regular him, like, person. And no, but that's what I'm. But this is what I'm saying. Like you have a person who like is in the best Ant Man movie. Yes, literally is like their best like villain besides Kang now. Yeah. But like, and you do reduce him because again, Ant Man was always funny. Like uh, again, we gotta always remember that Ant Man was always. Tone. Always tone wise on the funnier side. It was it's not a Thor situation where Thor started off serious. The second one was also serious, but it was so forgettable <laughs> that they said we gotta shake shit up on their head. Yeah, they stayed. Niggas laughed they at the third one, and then they did that bullshit for the fourth one. Ant Man always stayed true to what it was. Yes, where it was like the first one was like, they this is a, a funny set. movie, <laughs> you know right? I mean? Like, what's a funny movie and. What I appreciated about Darren, if we're going to talk about yeah. him, in the first movie was he took his role so serious while also being a funny guy that like even the scene when they was fighting with the train set <laughs> and he thought he was going to get rocked and it just like, <laughs> I was like, yo, this is like, this is fire. Like, and I feel like. That sarcasm, that like I know that this is a comedy movie, but I'm like being a serious guy, uh-huh. was amplified in a Thor way with Modok in this movie. And again, I will agree that Modok is a fucking float in the head with tiny legs <laughs> that kills, right? Yeah. But here's another thing: the nigga only killed in one scene, killed <laughs> crazy in one scene, and in every other scene. It seems like this nigga was a modified organism designed to kind of kill. I mean, and that was gonna be my pushback. Like he was also in his like, acronym, did he say he always killed? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Is it okay. Modaic? Like, <laughs> while I do love propaganda like that, fuck that. Modok sucked dick. Let's get to the real. Now ne- let's go no. all the way negative. <laughs> Modok cannot be could not exist in this movie, and it would be better for it, in my opinion. In my very humble, one hundred percent opinion. I mean, I could, could I could see that replace Modok with literally anyone else. And I mean, I'm sorry that that sounds crazy, but like, <laughs> I mean, I understand why though. Literally. If I don't know if we get an Ant-Man 4. Let me just put the, I don't know where the next time we see Ant-Man, uh, how that shit works. So if this is just a strict, like, because currently, till this day, the only person that has four movies is Thor. Yeah. If this is it for Ant-Man in his trilogy, because I don't see Paul Rudd saying, give me three more. Like, I feel like he'll appear, but I don't feel like he's an Ant-Man 4. If this is it, you still want to close your loose ends. And like we were talking about before, I don't see a MODOK working in the real world. And one of the main reasons why is when you look at shit like... Because I always thought Doc Ock was cool, right? Yeah. And then when he introduced himself in No Way Home, them niggas laughed at him. <laughs> they, called, they were like, yo, your name is what, my nigga? Dennis, let me present to you an idea. <laughs> what if those loose ends suck? <laughs> what if they tie them up and it's not fucking good? That's I more like possible. That's, a, that's that's super possible. That hurts my, the my, legacy. My, and my... like again, again, I'm gonna be on your side real quick because I, 
I, I could understand from multiple sides. Anytime, and this is another gripe, right? Like, Modoc's progression arc was, you made me suffer, you humiliated me, so I'm always going to hunt you, I'm always going to make you feel bad. I I wasn't tight. I wasn't tight. I wasn't mad at all when he pulled up in the um in the prison. Yeah. He was talking shit. And I was like, Modoc's fucking stupid. Remember, I told you this in the room. Like, I was like, yo, Modoc's fucking dumb. It's a big ass floating <laughs> head. It, he humiliated this nigga. He made the nigga look crazy. Kane brought him back. He got him locked up. He got his daughter. Like, of course he's gonna come in and be like, nigga, it's your fault because of all of this and that. And then even to your credit, I said when Cassie pulled up and said the, don't be a dick. <laughs> and I seen everybody be like, why the fuck is she acting like that? And I was like, yes, but also, this is for young people also. Like, <laughs> young right, people so, are going to be here so, and they're going to make those whack ass jokes so here, like that. Here, and then that's here's... where, and this is where, before you, before you make your point. And that's where I got personally upset because then his whole redemption arc comes from don't be a dick. What? I'm going to not be a dick. <laughs> I was like, y'all lazy. That's lazy. All right. So one, my going back to what you were talking about before that, one of my things with MODOK is one, if you're going to introduce something ridiculous, especially in a quote-unquote grounded universe, he's not going to work outside of the quantum realm. Because everything in the quantum realm, anything could happen. Anything can exist. That's why we have the giant blob, nigga. Like, you can be ridiculous in there. Like, unless it's, like, cosmic. It can't just happen on Earth. So a nigga like that works in this... Because even Kang was looking at this nigga like he didn't He didn't even care that MODOK was there. Like, MODOK was just a thing to him. It was just like, all right, bro, like, shut the fuck up. Like... I'm talking to Ant-Man right now. Like, so him just existing, I know I can see it in your face. Him just existing was one comic relief. Two, what you were talking about in the first movie about him being more like serious or whatever. Here's my pushback to that on characters in general, not Marvel, just characters in general. Sometimes they have characters like that where they're like overly being a dick, but they're actually insecure pieces of shit the whole fucking time. That's true. This nigga at his core wasn't in like this super... He was insecure, my nigga. It was just like a... He was trying to be a... He was like the kid in in the 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 small pool. He was the big kid in the small pool. And then he was put in a position where it was just like, yo, he doesn't have his money anymore, so he can't be a dick. So what does he have? He has nothing. He's a giant head. He's literally nothing now. He's been stripped of everything. So what is he outside of that? Is he a strong character? No, he was never a strong character. What made him strong was the things that he just lost. Everything. You know what could have <laughs> fixed this? Mad simply for me. What's up? If he would have called himself Bro Doc. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. It could have been that simple that he would have dead ass called himself Bro Doc. And I would have been like, you know what? They know what they're talking about. They didn't even they didn't even go like that simple. Like that's why I'm like I feel like it was lazy. Like even like the moment when he was like I'm like a brother to you, right? I'm like y'all have the opportunity. Here we go. Ant Man could call him Bro Doc. He could call himself <laughs> Bro Doc. 
here we go. Y'all could fix all of but this. But even for me. even even in that moment, it was just like his interaction with him was like someone that's been trapped somewhere that has not actually had a normal conversation with anyone in however the however fucking long he's he's been there. He ain't talking with Kang. The 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 people that serve him are afraid of him. I get it. Like at the same time, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Like honestly, I feel I like know. I can't if, you, if you but I feel, I, if you I, I, go, I understand you though. If you yeah, like I'm just like if you go back to the first Ant Man and rewatch that shit without the idea of him being he was never confident. He was confident that he had more money than everybody else, so he felt he like he was a better shit. nigga. That's all it was. Bro. Exactly. So it's just like once he he lost that because what is money in the quantum realm? He doesn't even have a regular body, so he's not even fit no more. He can't even get bitches. So this nigga's oh, just a giant head. Being, <laughs> like he got being nothing. A, a fucking genius, genius murderer. Exactly. And right? had all of it taken. No, and then you still a genius murderer, but now you got cyber attack. And then guess what happens? A teenager that's mad giant tells you to stop being a dick. And that is the only time. No, I'll realize. agree with that. I'll agree that was lazy. I'm just talking like, about his overall character. To me, makes sense because he was never that person. And then, just like you said, like him becoming, he's kind of like in charge of you know the rest of Kang's army. He still reports to somebody, so now he's not even the main nigga no more, like he was in the first movie. Like he's become the person that he was looking down on in the first movie. He got to report to Kang now, and he's scared of this nigga. And he he's fucking horrible. <laughs> I hate him. I don't like Modok. I'm sorry. I understand everything you're saying. He fucking sucks in this movie, dude. Like, I really feel like if there's a version without him, I'll enjoy it. Probably. I I, I just... Literally, my only thing for Modok is if they were going to use him and the fact that they did, I'm okay with the way that they used him. Because I would have never taken this nigga serious if he was serious. Never. Like, if he was his character in the first movie... I'll accept that. From you. I'm not accepting that from nobody else. If he he acted like Darren in the first movie as a giant head in this movie, I'd have been like, you're fucking ridiculous. Like, there's no way. Even in the quantum but it makes sense because he's a giant fucking head, bro. All he is is a big-headed ass nigga. So like, imagine how have many... some fucking like so, so, so pride. Then, yo, ex- I don't exactly, know, bro. Where would he know. have? He's how long do you think he's been in a quantum realm, bro? It don't matter. Have yo, no pride, do you, you don't think he would lose that after all those years? He's yeah. been stripped of everything. This nigga, little oh, bitch. <laughs> exactly, Honestly, he Kang, is. <laughs> when he said something, Kang said, "I should fucking kill you." And he I was froze like, up. Please do it. He do froze it for up. Me because this movie would be better without this nigga. He bro. froze up. My I head. was. Oh my god. All right. So let's let's talk about like a, a very a very serious. Uh, okay. Moving serious from stuff. giant head to uh, something very serious. Um. Would you get a quantum boot if you disappeared from the real world? <laughs> like, how long would you? How long would it take? Because <laughs> you said a quantum a quantum boot, my nigga. Because Janet moved on. Like she, she oh, went no, into the. Nigga. Oh, what you mean? Uh, <laughs> not gonna lie. How long? Like <laughs> you, want a, you want? You want? I want a real answer. answer? <laughs> or you want the politically correct answer? Because she didn't. Real, no, answer, real answer is uh, <laughs> the second I'm situated with society and I know what's going on. Your boy, yeah, yo, I'm looking for she, something. She found a you like. 
honestly, I felt like that was like overlooked and not even just her. I just mean in general, because that's how I know Hank and Janet were like tight. Because they yeah. both were like, yo, we was fucking. I'm yeah, sorry. We I didn't was think fucking. You, I was like, yo, right, I ain't know kinda... I, I know you was gonna come back. But, I ain't you know? gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I was out there got a while. I was going crazy. Bit. I was got a while. And he was that like, was yo, I had Linda, you know what I mean? I was wilding too. Said, yeah, and they yeah, were like, yo, Shorty was lit. Yeah, and they were like, yo. Least, she just wasn't you, Shorty. Yeah, he was like, yo, like, you forgive me? Yeah, I forgive you. You forgive me? Yeah, all right, cool. Let's save the world. It was also, like, yo, wait, what? Hilarious side note. Did you see Michelle Pfeiffer say uh, she was like, "Hey, who knows? Maybe me and Kang did have sex." Yo, I was like, "Yo, shorty, yo, listen, wrong, <laughs> how long Piper. were you there?" But then again, <laughs> it was they was kind of cuddling yo, up, and they, they was, was ah. Know what I mean, saying. he trusted her yo, a lot. She, he was the first person she saw. In like, I don't know how long, my nigga. And guess like, what? <laughs> he was a strong nigga. Hey, hey, hey. All I'm saying is, and hey. also I'm saying is, <laughs> look, listen. Was it Listen, cheating people. in the quantum realm? My no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> beyond that. Listen. I'm not a milk merchant. <laughs> you lucky. If I'm Black cold, History Month is over, my nigga. If I'm cold with a specific type of milk in the quantum realm where there's no sisters, oh my God. I might do it. Yo, how can you find the only white woman in a subtitle universe? What's good with him? <laughs> it was like mad other races and sh- shorties in other places. Yo, you found the only one. Nah, he nah, he's under crazy? investigation. Yeah. Is that crazy? Yeah, Dr. Umosta, he under investigation. Oh shit. What was she doing with Bill Murray, my nigga? Because he wasn't human. So like yeah, how was they making like, what that the shit fuck? work? Yo, you a weird nigga though. Yo. <laughs> he said, we kind of human. <laughs> basically. He said, I'm basically human. When you think about it. Yo, yo. He was talking I, spicy. I yo, didn't like it. I didn't like that. But I, but, I also, but I also enjoyed that part of the movie. I did. I did. It was short, but I did enjoy that. I was just like, wait. What he said? Like, what he just said? What I thought this was kids. <laughs> he said, "Did he say you human?" Nigga say it only where it matters. Yeah, I was like, "Wait, oh, what the fuck, bitch? What the? That would be What the fuck? What the fuck you mean, bitch? Fuck is you talking about? That's my wife. Yo, by I, my wife. I drag you all through this quantum realm, nigga. Yo, we be here all fucking all day. Let's get crazy. Cause I can get crazy. <laughs> I'm Hank Pym. I'm I'm an alcoholic abuser. If you read the comments. Chill out. It's not a Patreon episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Oh shit, this nigga's going nuts. I'm sorry. Um Okay, I'm also ha- the another reason why I guess I'm shooting Cassie a little a little bail is like I said earlier about the inexperience, is I'm happy to still see that there's a chance. There's I mean, I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen. Uh, Avengers. the young Avengers. Yeah, like they're all there at this point. Like we've yeah. seen everybody. Know what I mean, yeah. we see seen Cassie, uh, Patriot. Uh, uh, I mean, Speed, if we Wiccan. are jumping the gun, and I also think this next Spider Man movie gonna introduce Miles. He might not have powers, but we, they might introduce Miles at some point. Yeah, cause they have to. Cause my nigga, he, uh, uh, Tom Holland. I think three more and like uh, two cameos, and that's it. Like. Yeah. He a grown ass man now. <laughs> he gonna be in Secret Wars. He gonna be in Kang Dynasty, and he get his trilogy. And I feel like after that, Dunzo. Um, moving on. Uh, how did? You... How can I? How could I word this? Um, 
based on how critics felt, do you agree with them or do you like not agree? Because for the most part, these niggas just act like the movie was ass. Listen, if I'm going to be real, when it comes to critics, that is what they get paid for. So targeted hate or like targeted love is something I kind of expect. And okay. I also feel like there's like if I could explain it further, Got there's it. always like an oh. If I could explain it like this, there's a line, right? Mm-hmm. And that line is like either it's like average, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's like the above wave, and then there's like the below average wave, right? Okay. And with the the line, that's usually like every consumer, like the general public. And with the general public, what critics do is we're trying to sway all the people who, like, don't really have crazy knowledge to either really hate something or really like something. And that also comes with trends and that comes with, like, uh, what companies are popular and what Mm -hmm. they're not. And, like, I feel like with critics, a lot of things get judged unfairly unless you personally know that critic and the things that they like and the things that they don't like. So I don't like using the critic metric for movies or like for media. Like I like to experience it myself. Oh yeah, like I'm I'm not saying, you know, like they swayed you or anything. I just meant in general, their opinion of it overall the sentiment oh, for do that I movie was just like not? they don't like it. Here's the thing, and I'm going somewhere with that. It's a loaded question. I, I the real the loaded part of this question is like I dead ass feel like I understand where they're coming from because I like I told you earlier it's superhero fatigue, like okay. or comic book movie fatigue. Like I feel like we've either gotten really good comic book movies or we've gotten like kind of sh- shitty kind of lazy ones mm-hmm. and like everyone's also th- nostalgia's beating people's ass so okay. like we're thinking of the old days we're thinking of the best versions of what we get which I I'm not even going to be mad at people about because people going to want the best of everything but at the same time I feel like sometimes nostalgia really beat people ass so much that like they can't even watch something objectively for real. Like, it has to be subjective. It has to be like, oh, well, this is Marvel and the last few Marvel movies that I said were good, people didn't like it. So now I have to say Marvel movies are bad. And I feel like that goes into the critic question. Yeah, which is why I can't fully agree with, like, a lot of them. Because I feel like they said this movie is horrible, but they liked... Ant Man Two, bro. That is literally where they I was said going this with movie this question. Was horrible, but they like Thor Four. You get what I'm saying? It's like, exactly. It's like things like that, where I'm just like, so now it, it now it's either, and I'll to give them the benefit of the doubt. Now it's either you're waking up to the movies being poorly made, or. You're seeing the pendulum swing the other way in popularity, like because everybody wants to hate it now, and that's cool. And you're like, I gotta be on that side so that niggas don't hate me. Yeah, because honestly, like I told it, I literally came out the theater and I went on Rotten Tomatoes. Not like they're the fucking you know end all be all. But my nigga, it had an eighty percent for Ant Man two. This shit was like a fifty one. There's no way Ant Man two is better than this movie. Not even fucking close. Ant Man two come out because I think it is like a 
Again, no one had comic book movie fatigue back then. You get what Probably I'm saying? Probably not, because so I did like, it. But so I it's could... really one of those things where like, I feel like... And you know what I, I think is funny? is I've been one of those day one people that said Ant-Man 2 sucked. Yes. Like, I thought it was a bad movie. It's not a and good movie. And people, like, attacked me for it. Like, I've been attacked on Twitter for saying <laughs> Ant-Man 2 is not a it's good movie. It's never been. And, like, every, like, I feel like every few months I, like, try to do, like, a Marvel binge of some sort. Uh-huh. And I'll see, like, Ant-Man 2 and I'll go, this is a bullshit. This is some <laughs> bullshit. I cannot believe that they did this. Like after Ant Man, like this is really bad. Yes, and it's like, a terrible follow up. I did not like. I walked in to Ant Man three with no Quantum Mania with no expectations besides Jonathan Majors is gonna do good. Of he course. did do good, of course. And then there was a lot of things I was pleasantly surprised with. So again, it's not a great movie. It might not even be a good movie. But it's an I movie. And like an I movie, you know what that means to me? You passed. You did what you kind of did what you had to do. So and then that's, also that's a perfect way to say it. Go ahead. And like also, like I said, it also got bonus points because it answered questions for the future because it is a comic book movie. And if I'm looking at a comic book movie objectively, a part of a universe. You want to see how it sways questions the... make that better in like I guess the grand scheme of like whatever the fuck is happening in like this universe. So I feel like the more you answer questions, the better you are. Remember, I defended Doctor Strange against y'all niggas, right? <laughs> that shit didn't answer shit. Remember that was my problem with it. Like, I was like, I I, I would have liked it more if it answered anything. They just was like incursions, open the gate. We gotta fucking fix this, and then and then then they showed fucking uh the evil Clear. dead dude, and and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Thor, like, just was Thor, <laughs> like it, like what? So I would say, like sitting here, like listening to that, like thinking back of like Ant Man two and Ant Man three, Ant Man two. <clears throat> It fits into the specific critic role of when they say a movie exists only for the movies that come after it. That entire movie, only the only purpose of that movie was to introduce the quantum realm. It served no other fucking purpose. Like, we never saw, uh, what's his name character again? Morpheus. We never saw that nigga, uh, giant man. We never saw him again. Uh, Ghost. I mean, we're going to see Ghost later on in, uh, I believe, Thunderbolts or whatever. But... Other than that, that entire movie was pointless. Like, it was literally just, we want to explain the quantum realm before Endgame. And we want to make sure you know what that shit is. So when we throw it in Endgame, it's not a surprise to you. That's the only point of that movie. That's why I like uh, Ant-Man 3 so much. Because I feel like they took the elements of Ant-Man 2 and the whole idea of a quantum realm and gave it a story. And then you actually explored the shit. Like Ant Man Two was just like, yo, this is this is how we're gonna explain time travel for two hours. Like that's literally all that movie is. So when you go in the end game so and they're bad, like, <laughs> then they go, you go in the end game, they're like, well, see, remember if you remember and that wasn't even a long two, movie, bro. And, and that it's, felt it's, like a four hour movie. Bro, like it was so bad. Ghost <laughs> sucks, bro. Oh my god, they wasted. <laughs> 
They wasted my son Morpheus. Yo. Oh my god. It was a pointless movie, bro. They made the nigga giant so he <laughs> could scooter a truck. Bro. It's, it it's was the worst movie. shit. And this shit ever. got an 80%. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. Impossible. If you truly believe in listen to my voice. <laughs> if you truly believe Ant-Man 2 is better than Ant-Man 3. You are fucking stupid. <laughs> and I and like I really mean that. And I really am not trying to insult your intelligence, but I am. <laughs> because like if you watched Ant-Man 2 and watch Michael Pena and shout out my guy. Yeah, that's my son. Watch Michael Pena and TI and them and was like, "You know what? We need Michael Pena and T.I. and Ant-Man 3. <laughs> we need them in the quantum world getting murdered by MODOK. Because that's what would have happened. That would have 100% happened. So, <laughs> all right, so, seriously, that's horrible. So, so here's my next, because uh, we're kind of winding down. My next question, when I just brought up uh, the comparison between 2 and 3, do you did you enjoy them speaking? Spending more time kind of um, exploring the quantum realm. Like, because I mean, up until now, it was just like giant shapes in like Endgame. And they just flew through that shit and they ended up through time to another point in time. This time we actually, it felt kind of Star Wars-ish. You know what I mean? It Where, felt like, like you, Star Wars. Yeah. This like, movie absolutely felt like Star Wars. There was like bars and shit. And it's like, yo, all this shit exists on a subatomic level. Like all these organisms and, you know. Like a society, like is, I thought that was kind of interesting to see and where they can possibly take that in the future, because I kind of felt like when the movie ended and it felt like, hey, this nigga's trapped in here. I thought that was gonna happen. I was like, oh shit, we probably gonna get an Ant Man four with this nigga stuck in here, like trying to figure some shit out. And then he got out, and it was just like, oh, oh, okay, I guess. So I'm kind of hoping, like I said, even though I feel like his trilogy's done, they do something where like. Uh, Cassie for some reason explores it because she made the 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 tech somehow that could pinpoint True. different places in the quantum realm. They so I don't feel like it's done. Genius, randomly. Yo, just just woke up one day. It was just like she. Was, I mean, I get it. You're part of that family. But yeah. Still, but, mm. What the fuck? <laughs> was, How'd that happen? Yo, Hank didn't even pull that shit off. Like, <laughs> this is his life's work, and it was just like, uh. Damn, okay. okay, I guess. It's like <laughs> the same I... way that uh that this nigga Scott hand-to-hand combat is like good enough to fight a nigga from the 31st century. Okay, so let's talk about that for a second, because I'm not that mad about I, it. I, 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 I don't feel like it was because he was getting fucked up. Oh no, no, no. He was no no no. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying. <laughs> He was getting his ass beat. Absolutely. <laughs> like, it wasn't a fair fight. Like, if it was a, a scorecard, it would be like 10-1, That shit made me sit up and in the And then the last bro. one was like a 10-1. That right? shit made me sit. Like, I thought, but, like, like Thanos, surgically, he yeah. did way more than what Thanos did to, to Hulk, my nigga. He broke that nigga down. Yeah, but there was times... Scott would get some like punches and shit in, and I'm like, "Ooh, who's Scott been training with?" <laughs> I, I gotta, mean, he he is an Avenger. Know. He kind of, I mean, yeah, I mean, he got yeah, to be able to hold his hands yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and he fought against a king with no technology. Yeah, so it was a regular still, nigga. But it was no, still a regular nigga. That's not a regular nigga. 
The only reason why I say that's not a regular nigga because if you know how time work and you just get trapped in like one like one realm oh because of the other niggas, you he knew way more fighting styles. That's true. That's he, true. He here's my push, here's, like, here's my pushback though. If you right now for Mike Tyson, I'm not gonna say you would win. Do you think you'd at least touch him? <laughs> Do you, would you at least get a hit on him? I can't. Lie. And I'm not gonna say you gonna hit him and it's gonna hurt. I'm just gonna oh, say, will son. you swing and it will connect with his body at some point? Yes, you might get a hit off. That's all I'm saying. For I'm not giving him no type of cape because yeah, he, he got, got like, fucked up. He got like five hits off. My nigga, like it like wasn't even. And, crazy. Uh, and then on top of that, remember what he said in his fight with him. I'm not trying to win. We just both got to lose. Kang was trying to fight. Kang was fighting with desperation. Because he was like, I'm not trying to stay struck, stuck in here. This nigga don't care about winning. He's just trying to make sure I don't you get don't. the fuck out of here. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> but if, I, if I'm going to answer that Mike Tyson question, very honestly, uh-huh. me right now, like out of shape, I don't know. I don't know if I can get a hit off Mike Tyson. <laughs> You don't think you can get like one punch? One I punch. feel like I have reach. Maybe it's not gonna do anything. That's what I'm saying. I'm it's not, not saying gonna you're gonna, matter, it's gonna, bro. I'm not gonna say in the long run no, he's gonna but, be like, oh. But that's the problem. Ant Man shit mattered. Those shits mattered. Okay, okay. But I'm saying like they. Still, but still, but still, I'm not that nitpicky about that. Yeah, like for I me, feel like it was again. It, we're watching a fucking live action. <laughs> Marvel movie. And on top of that, they Ant do Man, have to they do have the ground. If Ant-Man gets fucking like curb stomp like in American history X. <laughs> it's not a movie at that how point, bro. Is, Kang just leaves. Exactly. And then how do we stop that? Unless it becomes another movie. So so, so for me, the way in which they concluded that, it wasn't even like he won. He didn't win. Yeah, he just he, he got cheated. lucky. You know what I mean? <laughs> he he cheated. Put, he pushed. You gotta cheat though. Yo, he pushed the nigga into this shit. And honestly, because I feel like we going into what I really want to talk about in a second, so I'm gonna put a pin on that. Uh, because I want to come back to the Kang shit. Uh, Phase Five. Are you looking forward to it? This being the first movie, kind of ushering in where we're going with the Kangs and the whole Council of Kangs and all that. How are you feeling about? Going into this new phase, looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we do the podcast, man. Combo <laughs> movies like are a thing that's like just a part of us. Yeah, I'm also not going to any. Well, looking forward to it. Okay. To answer that question honestly, mm-hmm. not really, because <laughs> okay. I will answer that really honestly because there's no Spider Man mentioned for real yet. <laughs> and that's probably when my like that's when it's going to turn up for you up. Okay. but for all the things that they have lined up that they want to drop mm-hmm. my eye is going to be out towards it and okay. I'm also like um, excited for my expectations to be exceeded if they are so I'm not I don't know I'm not I'm only <laughs> so, looking forward to the Spider-Man stuff I'm, for I'm, real I will say that I'm looking forward to it because uh, kind of like what you said earlier about like, you know, uh, phase four and kind of like the not direction and this being like, hey, this is what the overarching story is. And this is us moving that uh, like ushering that forward. I'm excited for that because it felt like phase four was like, hey, 
here's a Moon Knight. Here's a She-Hulk. Here's a Miss Marvel. Here's all these people. Now we can go where we're supposed to be going. I feel like I'm excited for that because of the um, the end credit scene of them kind of saying like, okay, so the Kang shit is actually happening now. And now you get to see how this nigga was like a part of everything over all the different phases leading up till now to his ultimate plan of conquering and how the fuck are they going to stop this nigga across all planes of existence in every timeline. I want to see how that shit happens because they don't have a Tony Stark no more. They don't have, they don't have the OGs. You know what I'm saying? So now all these new niggas got to figure some shit out and they've never even been a team. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> another part of my worries. That's no, also why I'm not really looking forward to it until more pieces fall in line and I figure out who's who, who got what, who got what powers. How they gonna figure it out? Because it just seemed like we got a bunch of random niggas and everybody gonna die. <laughs> and they did say that his his kill count is gonna start going up as the phases go along. Um, How many lightning bolts out of five? I feel like it's gonna be three because I'm three. about to say three too. Three. Right? Yeah, I'm, see, on the same uh, wavelength. Um, in terms of trilogy, for me, first one, this one, then the second. I feel yeah. like this is easy, easy fucking call. You know Honestly, I mean? it's first one, this one. <laughs> God damn, this thing is treating this shit like Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, it don't exist. Second one don't exist. Oh, if, if you shit. talk to my like friends in the chat. Mm-hmm. Nah. This is this is Ant Man too. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> it really is. If you if Harsh. you erase Ant Man two, and just go straight into this movie, it's literally the sequel. <laughs> if no, oh, if you if you erase Ant Man two and just watch Endgame and uh, go into this, <laughs> it's literally the sequel. That's harsh. Um, okay. Here's a little fun before we jump into the Kangs. Tell me a little about two Colton variants. <laughs> two Coltons out oh, there that exist. One is fucking horrible. Okay. He's just a horrible person. <laughs> Absolutely a horrible person. <laughs> and then the other one, honestly, even though I hate this nigga, it might be the Night Deviant. Oh, shit. The Night Deviant. Don't let the Night Deviant hear that shit. He ain't going to he, hear he me, you calling so him he, a fucking variant, like my it, nigga. He's like, not going to like that shit. I'm very... Similar to the Night Deviant. <laughs> okay. In like a lot of ways. Really? Yeah. Huh. Except, I, you know, I don't be pulling up with them bitches. <laughs> he be wilding with that shit. But, like, <laughs> if I did have powers, that's a pretty good power. Okay. Okay. Um, Let me see. For me, if we if we using the Night Deviant uh, as a variant, the Night Dennis. Oh, the Night Dennis, absolutely. That nigga was crazy. I went back and I listened to that episode and I was just like, yo, what the fuck is this, bro? Like, is he a psychopath? Yo, that nigga's kind of crazy, son. He was moving on Demon Time for real, son. Like, yo, he was, he was bugging out, son. <laughs> He's a ridiculous uh, person. Let me see. The the other version of me, he, he can't draw. Can't draw. Uh, yo, you know what the other version of you is? <laughs> What's up? He he, a relationship podcaster. <laughs> he that. De- oh no, you know skit? who he is He's from the skit. He, yeah, he the nigga that's the like, podcast? yo. What if, what if you look at a water bottle <laughs> at this for, angle for at ten this years? Angle for ten years. It's <laughs> someone else, right? And then someone like else, this. they see, they turn it around. <laughs> Answer the question. What happens now? He looked at it from the side. <laughs> 
Different perspectives. You know what I mean? <laughs> perspectives change. Oh shit. All right. So Kangs. This is I, I felt like this was gonna be a big thing. And speaking about the end of the movie, uh, one thing I wanted to talk about for the end of the movie was the actual ending. You know what I mean? When I first saw it, I was a little confused. You know what I mean? Because it was just like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like it just felt like it ended mad weird with uh Scott kind of talking to himself, like, yo. Nah, we won that. We did that. Or did we? Like, is this nigga free? Like, is, is shit going to be fucked up? And then when I kind of thought about it for a little bit, the whole concept of Kang is, one, he he knows time. He knows... He specifically said in that movie early on, the, con- the exile version, was he knows how this all ends. So yeah. when they beat him, quote unquote, that means he knew that was going to happen and he was going to end up somewhere else or some shit. And it was, it was like all of this shit was part of the process. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it was he really surprised that he lost, quote unquote, or was that all part of like, because I mean, if he saw everything and he knows how it all ends, then it's not really a surprise to him. And he also already told him like a lot of people are going to die. Yeah. So it was just like, hmm, like, is that not part of his overall plan? And then in, in my head, that Kang is not dead. No. Like, I, they hit him with the subatomic shit, so yes. I'm guessing he's that in a if probability the quantum mania goes crazy, there is something smaller than the quantum mania. I, I thought they, they trapped him in the, the, the probability shit where you see, like, alternate versions of oh, yourself, yeah, kind of like what's happened to Scott. So I feel like at some point, he's going to break free of that. Like, he's not going to be trapped there forever. Because his thing was, he didn't want to go down there, and that's why he sent Ant-Man down there. True. So him going down there now, like I feel like it. He figures some shit out. He gets himself out, and he becomes the Kang Prime, the main. Because I don't feel like we, we. Uh, there's another version of the Conqueror. Like he is Kang the Conqueror, or he becomes that version of Kang the Conqueror. It's just gonna take time leading up to that because it just felt like there had to be a major reason why all the other Kangs was like, "Whoa, he's, that nigga." I think he's get already him the, the fuck out. I still feel like there's more to it. I feel like he's... Because st- if he's Kang the Conqueror, like the main Kang out of all the Kangs, he ain't that powerful, my nigga. Like, I feel like there's still more to it. Like, he's going to show up later on and be a prom to them other Kangs. Because that's mean, why they didn't want him there. They were like, yo, this nigga's a wild nigga. Like, the, the shit we trying to do... The shit is like every Kang that popped up towards the end, it was like the Kang... The Kang Corporation one, the Doctor Doom one, mm-hmm. the, the fucking Amortis, uh, Rama Tut, Rama Tut, uh, Centennial, yeah, Kang, Centaurian, yeah, Centaurian King. Like, um, it's like in my head, mm-hmm. I'm more, I'm the most excited about uh, Rama Tut. Yeah, Thank it. you we for bringing see, that up because uh, that ties back into what I wanted to talk about earlier with Moon Knight. Because they true. did mention uh, Ramata and Moon Knight. And Very true. this feels like a great way for them to bring in Moon Knight into like their bigger universe. Where it's like, yeah, he was always there. And on top of that, Ramata was also responsible for Apocalypse. This is a great way true. to help usher X-Men. in the mutants, my nigga. Like, so Jonathan Major is doing a lot of hefty... According to like, if they're going to follow you know, somewhat of the story of the fucking comics and shit... That's a lot of heavy lifting for this nigga because he got a lot to oh. fucking usher in, my nigga. Also, Victor Timely. Yes. 
and um, well, Loki. Loki. Yeah, yeah. And now that they're in the new timeline where Kane the Conqueror deadass exists, then he's fucking out here. Now, put a pin in that for a second. Just third eye open for a second. What, at what point do you think that that when uh the end the 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 end of Loki when um we meet that version of Kang the Conqueror with the statue and shit what what point do you think that happens within the overarching story of Ant Man three like when do you because because if you think about it Ant Man three Kang the Conqueror runs the quantum realm. He's the main, he's the big bad, he's the main nigga. But also in this TVA timeline, Kang is the main nigga. Like he's the so at some point they have to converge. Because yeah, he's true. the main nigga at some point. And if that's there's true. only one version of this version of the Kang, the the Conqueror, well, that's the exile. In one. my head, what I'm thinking is that uh Loki is gonna end up probably being the show. That mm-hmm. spans between a lot of the Phase Four movies that we didn't understand what was happening. Yes, like I, I feel like, that. like what's gonna happen is like there's gonna be a few episodes where like he comes in and then they have that big Kang the Conqueror statue, right? And he's talking to um own uh, uh, Mobius, Mobius, and he's telling him like, "Yo, we gotta go stop him." And then an incursion happens because of uh maybe Spider Man No Way Home. Okay. And incursion happens because of. Oh, this nigga's big brain theory lighting right yeah. now. I like this. And then another episode is an incursion happens because of the Doctor Strange movie. Another theory is an incursion happens because of Miss Marvel. Another theory is an incursion happens because of. Um, that would actually be a fire series, by the way. Uh, this movie, the movie that we just seen, like um, Thor, and then whatchamacallit. Like, there's just more incursions happening. And then. At the end of it, it's just like Loki trying to find the earliest version, I guess, of Kang that mm-hmm. he could probably find. And in my head, he's going to think like 1800s black and white Kang is the earliest Kang that he could find. Mm-hmm. But he's going to realize that there's like African Kangs and like <laughs> fucking Pharaoh Kangs yeah, and Ramata. 31st century. And he's going to find out like where he's actually from. So here's 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 another random thing when you mentioned Spider-Man that I thought would be really interesting and a real good mind fuck. And is it the second one where he flies through the building? Or is that the, it's the second one where he flies through the the fucking um old version of the uh Avengers Tower. Yeah. And somebody bought it out. What if it's Mr. Griffin? Yeah, it could have been Mr. Griffin. Everybody Batman and Loki, they had Kang Corporation. Exactly. And it was dilapidated and it was the Avengers Tower. Exactly. So what so if maybe. he was the one that bought it the whole time? We kept thinking Baxter Building. It's gotta be the yeah. back. Might be this nigga. He's already setting up for the current version of whatever that that Kang, that Mr. Griffin uh Kang's attack on I don't know, the the ground level heroes of uh the current timeline or whatever. Bro. It's you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that's a also lot of possible. Shit. They can do a lot of shit, man. They can go back and change a lot of shit like that. Another thing that I thought that was really fucking interesting is as cause they did say uh in the end of the movie that Kang died, and it was hard for me to believe that. They were like, Oh yeah, he died. And I was just like, There's no way the exile one died. What Probably if the whole time the they were talking about 
he who remains the whole fucking time. They could be talking about he who remains, and then that's the time to like for them to to finally strike. Yeah, because he's not there no more. Because technically, technically, he's the strongest of all the Kangs. I mean, because he stopped all the Kangs. Because I also felt like um, there was four main Kangs, and the one that was exiled was the fourth one. Yeah. So, but I don't feel like he's the one. Because put it like this: if he was the one that got exiled. They could have moved on with their plan because he was trapped there. They specifically said this nigga died and they can move on. I feel like it had to mean he who remained. He's the only nigga that could have stopped them because they were able to exile this other nigga. That's true. It could have been he who remains I mean, that worked with them to make sure that they didn't fucking wild because, out. Because remember, he's the one he said, like, yo, like, once you kill me, you introduce all these kings. Like, I'm the only thing holding these niggas back. And it's because I control the smoke monster shit. He could have been a part of the um the council. He could have been the, the only nigga that was actually holding it together. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so the I felt exiled like, one could... I don't know. The exiled one could be Iron Lad for all we know. Possible. I feel like we don't meet him yet. I, yeah, you know what? Iron Lad will be young. Yeah, I feel like we meet him later on. And this, I, I'm still sticking with this Kang is going to come back. The Exile one he is, is coming not... back. Because I think he is Kang the Conqueror. Yes, I feel like whatever he learns in that probability shit, he comes back to be the Kang that some of them other Kangs is like, yo, we fucked up. And he's going to kill them niggas off. It's going to be a Kang dynasty. It's going to be a fight for the throne, quote unquote throne. And he's gonna be their main antagonist because he he's gonna want revenge. The last Kang, and then yeah. Because remember, he did say at one point in the movie, like one of the reasons uh, for his like conquering shit and trying to take over the timelines that they had is he said they took something from him. He was like, "You don't know what I've been through." Like, so th- he has beef with these niggas. Yeah. Because if he, they'd all be working together. They got some sort of tension there, and I feel like. The only way to stop a Kang is with a Kang. Like, you need somebody that could do this type of shit that he could do. Because the Avengers, as they are now, they're not stopping those main three niggas. <laughs> what are they going to do with a council of these niggas, bro? Like, they're going to need some help. And aside from, like, an Iron Lad, they need somebody that'll tip the scale a little bit. So even if they they got to, like, let this nigga kill a couple off and try to take him one, whatever. Like, That's true. you know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to learn something. I just... Because it just felt like it would be a throwaway to have Kang the Conqueror and Ant-Man. He loses by falling on a machine and we never hear from this nigga again. Like, it just... That's fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> um, so, the the last thing I was saying um, before, like, I guess we can wrap and you give me your opinion. Um, the ending. Going back to that. The ending of Ant-Man. I feel like he's stuck in some sort of time loop. It just doesn't feel right. Like, Every put it like this, he disappeared, right? From the, the real world, he went into the quantum realm. We don't know how long he was there compared to the real world. No, usually him feeling like he was gone for like a, a blip of a second was like multiple years. When he came back, suddenly people knew who he was. That same dude that was like, Thanks, Spider-Man, was like, yeah. Thank you. And how the fuck he know who he is now? Like Not what changed? Because no, the I whole movie like took place in the quantum went realm. To another I definitely feel like he probably went to another universe because when he was like, even when he was in a restaurant thinking about like, is anything wrong? Like nothing's wrong. Like there was mad people in the background like looking at him like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, even when he was walking, people, people were looking at this nigga weird. 
And people were saying like, oh, it's just a parallel from the beginning. But I was like, no, I think they probably tried to trick us because in the beginning it was like, that's Ant-Man. That's the nigga who wrote the book. Like, we know him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the ending was like on some Spider-Man shit where niggas is like, isn't this... Oh, because time probably passed different. Like, isn't this nigga dead? Like, yeah, like something it... didn't feel right about the ending. It didn't make sense. And I feel like they did it on purpose and framed it and that way. I feel way. like some people just accepted him being back because... It's this world. There's like superheroes. They probably will come back. Like, remember the blip happened. Like, yeah. they seen people just reappear. So they probably like some people probably just accepted it as like, oh, he's a superhero. And he probably <laughs> found his way back. And then there's also some people that are probably looking at him like, yo, that nigga's dead. Should yeah, he be dead. It was weird. It was like the way they framed that. It just feels like we'll find out that and that I'm ending is going to make more sense. So. Yeah, that ending is going to make more sense later on in the phase. Because we're going to find out some shit about Paul Rudd. It's just not as simple as, hey man, I I feel like we did, but I don't know if we did. Nah, I think it's fine. I feel like it's going to be revealed at some point. They trapped this nigga somewhere. Like, (laughs) he's not home. (laughs) Something about that does not make sense to me. It doesn't feel right. Even the way it just ended when he ate the cake or some shit, he was like, ugh. We're going to find out this nigga's trapped somewhere. Or he's asleep, or whatever the fuck, but that's not the normal ending, What if bro. Kang won? Exactly. I feel like we're going to find out he won, and then he trapped this nigga somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And he he kind of put him like an endless sleep, where it's just like, hey, I'm going to give you the world that you want. Kind of like when he offered uh, Michelle uh, Pfeiffer, when he offered uh, Janet oh, yeah, earlier in the I movie. I give you a time back. I give you whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like, you could just feel like you won. You could have everything you want if you just give me your machine. And I feel like some shit like that happened. Where we're gonna get like a a rope a dope, and we're gonna find out he did lose, <laughs> like he lost, and it was it wasn't even close, and it would make sense for someone like Ant Man to lose in that way because he lost like that before. This nigga was trapped in a quantum realm for five years. <laughs> yeah, in a more stupid way. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like it just that it just didn't sit with me. me if that is the case. Let's just hope that's actually the case. <laughs> I hope Feige's listening. You know what I mean? Um. Okay, so any final words? What else you got for me before we wrap up? Because I feel like we thoroughly dissected this movie, but give me something. Any final know. thoughts? This anything is, you want? I'm just excited about Jonathan Majors. That's the only, that is what I'm looking forward to. Jonathan Majors. That's it. Yes. I that feel like the crossover, Jones, because I do. Nostalgia do be whooping my ass. <laughs> I like nostalgia. Hey, man. You're a normal I person. See it. Um, honestly, for just me, make again, it good. Uh, the Council of the Kangs. Honestly, I was very excited to finally yeah. see all these niggas, these different versions. And it was a uh, comic book accurate. With, comic like, book the, accurate. You know what I mean? Um, it was kind of a panel to panel type of situation. So yeah. it was kind of cool. The the Ramata with the the cyborg body. I thought that shit was mad fly. Yeah, I was like, well, what's going on? Yo, there? I just feel like, yo, these niggas going to be a problem for the Avengers or whoever the fuck. Like across the next couple of shows, a series or whatever. I expect to see more of him. Popping up, especially since they kind of showed us this is the direction now. You can't disappoint at this point. You have to continue to introduce this nigga into different shows and different ways he influenced and changed shit. So I'm looking forward to it. Jonathan Major shows he got the chops to do this shit. I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I guess we could wrap. Uh, 
This has been another issue of the Mighty Metahumans podcast, providing you with that high-quality nerd commentary. Subscribe, leave a review, tell a friend. We on Patreon, baby. You know what I mean? Follow us yeah. on Patreon. Subscribe. We got the, the dollar tier. We got the five dollar tier. We got the night deviant. Uh, Dennis Plus tier, you know what I mean? Pull up for that shit, too. Um, yeah. Support us, you know what I mean? You can find me on all social media sites as Old Dirty Dennis. That's O-L-D-I-R-T-Y-D-E-N-N-I-S. You can find my cards, you know what I'm saying? Essie. That's yes, R by Den. Two N's. You know what I mean? Get something for your boo. Get something for your side chicks. Get something for your side nigga. I don't care. Get something. I got something for everybody. You know what I mean? So fuck with me there. Uh, you can find my man Colton. The Colton Show underscore underscore on Twitter or Colton the Colton Show and everything else. That's Instagram, TikTok. I'm on TikTok a lot now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, YouTube. I got a website, theculturshow.com. The merch is not up right now. Don't order the merch, but uh, it, I will have merch soon. And tell these niggas you back streaming, baby. Oh, yeah, and I'm back streaming. Twitch.tv backslash the Colton Show. You know, pull up. I've been building a lot of Pokemon builds. I did that recently. I'm about to do some reactions and shit. Pull up. I like it. I like it. Um, send us home, bro. Give us a quote. Uh, he should have... This is a quote from me. <laughs> I'm just going to preface it like this. He should have called himself bro Dot. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we out. <laughs>